Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight. We hope that uh, you're enjoying uh, this fall weather that we've been having this week as we now are into the back half, believe it or not, of uh, October and uh, heading toward Halloween and November 1st. But, you know, all in all, it's been a pretty nice week of weather. little cold at times, that is for sure, no doubt about that. But uh, it's been pretty nice, and uh, this trend of nice weather is going to continue uh, into uh, the weekend. I thought I'd actually catch you guys up a little bit on what was going on with me personally here this week. If uh, you're one of our normal viewers, you probably noticed that uh, I was out for about a week at Russo was in uh, doing his ever so capable job of holding down the fort for me while I was actually traveling. And the reason why I bring it up is because uh, the weather was very interesting where I was and uh, talking about Southern California flew out to Southern California late last week. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, the first couple of days, it was really disappointing because obviously we hear, and I was south of Los Angeles in Orange County, north of San Diego, uh, where they've just had tremendous drought uh, that has been ongoing uh, for years. We've been hearing all about the drought in Southern California, and yes, it is extremely uh, dry out there. I observed that uh, during my vacation. I was out visiting some family, but uh, it was interesting because uh, I flew out of Harrisburg had a stopover in Chicago, kind of a brief stopover. And then the long flight, especially heading out when you don't have the tailwinds, the long flight, the one that's uh, give or take about four hours is the flight from Chicago. And I flew into what they call John Wayne airport, which is the orange County or Santa Ana airport. But uh, what was interesting was, you know, the pilot comes on, he's doing his usual spiel about, Oh, you know, we're going to get to our cruising altitude of 38,000 feet, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, and uh, for those of you that were, you know, looking forward to you know, sunny conditions and sunny Southern California, well, I've got some bad news uh, because it's cloudy, it's cool, which I knew it was going to be kind of cloudy and on the cool side. Um, but, uh, you know, he said uh, some shower possibilities. Uh, so, you know, obviously when you're in the air, you're at 38,000 feet, you're way above cloud cover, you know, bright blue sky. And then we start our descent. Uh, into California and you know really unusual uh, that uh, you know we had to go through a cloud layer and then we get on the other side of the clouds and you know it is cloudy it is damp and it is dreary and uh, that was the case for the first couple of days in fact um, I had brought like a vest like one of those fleece vests that was like the warmest thing that I had um, Saturday night we were hanging out outside at my at my brother's place and he's got a a real nice backyard setup, as so many people do in Southern California, because you want to be outside, you want to be outdoors. But he's got a real nice setup. He's got a, a kind of a little uh, little bar set up out there and a TV. And so, you know, we had everything set up and we were watching college football and and some baseball and that type of thing. And just having this great Saturday night. And I finally just said to my brother, I'm like, you know, I think I need to borrow some clothes. Uh, it was colder out there than it was back here. <laughs> in southern california and you know you know the old song it never rains in southern california um well uh saturday night all of a sudden you know i started to feel a drop then another drop and of course i've got, got a pretty good radar app on my phone and uh, i pull it up and i looked at my brother and i said hey man you know it's gonna rain uh there's rain coming in and sure enough within about 10 15 minutes it was not only raining but raining pretty good we had to basically quick kind of scrambled and take everything indoors so it was cloudy 
cooler than it was here at home, rainy and damp. Uh, and that pattern did not break until Monday. And then on Monday, you know, it got fairly warm. It was still, you know, quite comfortable uh, with a high temperature around 80. By the time I left on Wednesday, uh, they were having a big spike in the heat. It had gone completely, totally opposite. And by the time I left on Monday, it was around 90 degrees uh, when I left by midday. I should say on Wednesday, when I left on midday on Wednesday, it was around 90 degrees and obviously very, very warm. If you're a baseball fan at all, uh, you may have watched uh, the Phillies game, which unfortunately they lost against the Padres on Wednesday, but they had a game time temperature there. Uh, that it was an afternoon game. They had a game time temperature of around 90 and temperatures then climbed around 93, 94 uh, during the game. So, you know, meanwhile, the Yankees were also playing a home game uh, on Wednesday. And as you folks know, Wednesday was uh, about the coolest day of the week so far here. Uh, and, you know, it was just one of those crazy days where the Yankee game came on first and, uh, you know, everybody was all bundled up and, uh, you know, cause it was cold back East. And then, you know, the Padres are enjoying this, you know, big spike in, in warm temperature. So that always leads to something I always talk about, you know, mother nature likes balance across, uh, the lower 48 here in the United States. And oftentimes, uh, if it is, if they are having extremes on one end of the country, it often means there are extremes on the other end of the country. And that's going to be the case here this weekend. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but uh, they are bracing for a major storm out west, uh, specifically through Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Dakota's a little bit. Montana is really going to get popped. But we're talking about a really strong area of low pressure that's going to come down from the Pacific Northwest. And uh, boy, I mean, blizzard conditions. Uh, potential is there for not only snow, but winds upwards of 90 miles per hour uh, out of the storm uh, this weekend. So be glad that you are not along the spine of the Rockies, because this looks like the real deal with just a, a mess of a winter storm that's going to develop here. Uh, several inches of snow and winds gusting as high as 90 miles per hour. Meanwhile, here in PA, uh, it's going to be really nice. It's going to be mild. Uh, of course, we always drop this podcast around noon on Friday and the weather here heading into the weekend is just going to be spectacular throughout central Pennsylvania, uh, mid to low sixties today. I got to tell you, Saturday is going to be the pick of the litter here over the weekend and the nicest day of the week, uh, mostly sunny with a high near 70. That is certainly well up above average for this time of year. Our average high right now is 64. So up above average with abundant sunshine throughout the day. Not even much in terms of, I think, cloud cover. And then Sunday, Sunday would have been another really nice day, but, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. We're watching a coastal low for Sunday that's going to uh, do it just that, work its way up the coast. And uh, we're going to see the clouds return on Sunday, particularly during the afternoon. And with that, uh, a little bit of an easterly flow. That means cloud cover for us, and I do think we could have some patchy drizzle, if not uh, some out-and-out -out rain showers, especially in our eastern counties, uh, late in the day on Sunday and into Sunday evening. So uh, speaking of sporting events, uh, high school football for Friday night looks great once again, and what a roll. I mean, essentially, the entire season, for the most part, has gone off uh, without a hitch. I think early in the year, if memory serves, we did have a Friday night, as we typically do, where there were some concerns 
uh, about lightning. Yes, I do remember that now. I remember that there were some lightning delays, and I think some games may have even been postponed uh, due to lightning very early in the season. It was either week one or week two. But beyond that, the high school football season has really worked out so far, and that will be the case once again on this Friday evening. And uh, Saturday, if you're lucky enough to be heading up to the whiteout uh, up in State College, you've got tailgate temperatures during the afternoon that are going to be in the mid-60s and uh, game time temperatures mid-50s. So for this time of year, considering the whiteout this year is on the 22nd day of October up in State College to have clear skies, not much wind, and kickoff temperatures in the mid-50s. About as good as it gets. You can probably even get away with going to the game without your real heavy jacket on. And uh, I know there will be a lot of folks that are gonna have they're going to have layers on, uh, but uh, they're going to have that white Penn State hoodie uh, over top of uh, everything or layers underneath their white Penn State jersey. So if you are heading up to the whiteout, uh, weather looks great for that. The Phillies have three home games this weekend. And obviously, you know, weather for Friday night, weather for Saturday night looks good. And then they play... Uh, again on Sunday, and I got to double check the time. Grabbing my phone here, but I'm going to double. Ch- I'm pretty sure it's an afternoon game on Sunday, and I'm a little concerned. I just, I'm pretty sure it's an afternoon game. I, I kind of forget the actual uh, start time for it on Sunday, but I'm a little bit concerned about this this coastal low. Yeah, the Phillies game is at two thirty seven, or scheduled for two thirty seven in the afternoon on Sunday. There could be some weather issues. Uh, with that game on Sunday, and given that it's the playoffs, and given that the weather looks better on Monday, they really try to avoid starting games that they can't finish. Uh, they really like to find a window. Obviously, you know, there's lights at Citizens Bank Park. If they felt that there was a window later in the day where maybe they could get the game in, uh, they might you know, try to do that, or they may just postpone it altogether, given the fact that uh, there is weather in the area. So, if you do have tickets for the Sunday afternoon game in Philadelphia, pay attention to uh, the local forecast. Uh, pay attention to whatever the Phillies are telling you via social media, because they'll obviously try to get well out ahead of that and uh, try to keep, you know, 50,000 people from rolling into South Philadelphia only to uh, not have a game be played or sit through a three hour rain delay. So just a heads up on that. If you do have tickets for the Sunday game, but uh, both the Friday and Saturday games uh, look great. And then, you know, heading into next week as it stands right now, uh, it depends this coastal low. I think it's going to move out of here uh, through the day on Monday and Monday uh, we could have some leftover clouds, maybe a little bit of an easterly flow, Uh, not to be honest with you, completely sure on what to expect for Monday at this point, just kind of depends on if that low gets hung up. Some models have it just kind of zipping on out of here and it's Monday is basically clearing skies throughout the day, uh, with high temperatures, upper sixties to around 70. There are some others that kind of keep that low, uh, parked a little bit more and bring us a little bit more in terms of cloud cover and cooler numbers. But I definitely think by Tuesday, we're kind of done with that, but Uh, The point being is that through the middle of next week, it looks like our high temperatures are going to remain up above average uh, with highs each day, upper 60s, low 70s. We'll certainly take that. And then another cold front timing of which right now looks like Thursday, Friday-ish. That does look like it will bring us some rain and uh, then some cooler numbers for next weekend. But even then, we're talking about highs in the 60s, like kind of where we should be. Uh, mid to low 60s, and then really looking long-term, and I'm not going to go on record here in terms of, you know, trick-or-treat, because honestly, trick-or-treat night 
I know Halloween is coming up on uh, the actual date itself uh, this year is on a Monday. Um, but I know there are some communities that will not be out trick-or-treating on Halloween itself. Uh, they'll be out on different days. But point being is I don't see any major cold snaps uh, for Halloween, at least at this point, uh, where, you know, the kids would have to go out with the heavy jacket because, you know, trick-or-treat temperatures are, you know, in the 30s and it's windy. I don't see that coming, but what I do see is a very seasonable trend for next weekend and uh, into uh, early next week. So let's hope that that holds, because what that means is, is that it'll be okay for trick-or-treaters. Uh, in other words, you know, as the kids go out, the uh, temperature's still holding in the 50s and, you know, pretty ideal for for trick-or-treat, at least temperature-wise. Uh, but that's something we're watching for late next week, another cold front that would uh, cool us back. But middle of next week, I got to tell you right now, I've got our highs uh, between like 70 and 72 through the middle of next week, which that's pretty comfortable for this time of year. So overall, right now, October is trending a little bit below average in terms of uh, overall temperature. Uh, but we'll see when the dust settles here, because I do think we've got some warmer numbers that are going to stick around uh, well into next week. So if I had to guess right now, October is probably going to come in close to average, if not maybe a couple of degrees down below average uh, once all is said and done. Now, let's talk rainfall here briefly, because our rainfall deficit for the year now, uh, especially after the next couple of days that are dry, by the time we get to Sunday, which is our next best chance for rain, our rainfall deficit for the year is likely going to be right around two and a half inches, give or take. So, and uh, look, we're we're at a point now where we basically only got uh, two months and change left in the year to make up that rainfall deficit. Doesn't mean we can't uh, if we were to get a couple of you know good soaking rainfalls here, but um, right now it is trending like the year will go down a bit uh, drier than average. So uh, any rain that we do see Sunday late in the day uh, will certainly be welcome moisture for us here in uh, central PA. And uh, finally, before we wrap up here this week, the National Weather Service, NOAA, they did put out their winter weather outlook uh, for the coming season. And that actually came out uh, on Thursday of this week. And for our area, what they're essentially predicting is temperatures to be slightly above average. And in terms of the amount of snow or precipitation, they're essentially saying probably about average. So it is looking like a La Nina year, uh, the third La Nina year in a row. And what that means for us here locally is that, at least in terms of what the National Weather Service thinks, is that uh, once everything is all said and done, that temperatures will be slightly above average for the winter and precipitation will likely be around average. So they are not predicting a harsh winter. You may recall that, uh, of course, it made a bunch of headlines a few months ago. Farmer's Almanac came out and predicted this really harsh winter uh, for the Northeast National Weather Service, uh, basically going on a triple La Nina or three straight years of a La Nina pattern uh, favoring uh, actually things to be a little bit warmer than average and precipitation to come in at about average. Now, we will be putting together a bit of a winter weather preview, and that'll be coming your way in November. We'll actually be doing that uh, live on the air uh, coming up in November during one of our 530 newscasts. So stay tuned for more information on that. If uh, we do it uh, the way we have the years past, that'll probably be coming your way in uh, mid-November. And we'll put our heads together, myself, Tom, and Ed, and come up with our uh, prognostications in terms of what we think is going to happen for the upcoming winter season. But look, after these cold mornings we've had here this week, you know, uh, winter weather 
not too far behind. In fact, uh, this morning on Friday morning, I did see some of our temperatures and some of the outlying areas dip down into the upper 20s. And we were under a frost advisory. And that was the first time that at least I can remember so far this fall season that I've seen some 20s uh, show up on the board. So, you know, indicative of the time of year that we're in and a sign of things to come as we uh, get closer and closer to Halloween and get closer and closer to uh, November. But overall, I got to say the fall weather so far has been it's been a great fall, in my opinion. I think that uh, by and large, we've had a lot of really great fall days. And that is going to continue for us here, at least into the weekend, before we do see the return of some clouds. And we'll look for the timing of that rain late in the day on Sunday. But with that, we'll wrap up for this week. As always, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to tune in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.